Big up your head, big up your body Get on the bus, it's time to party It's Gregory, it is a Saturday night Gregory Take your socks off and take your pants on Get in the car and drive this guy didn't realize being a dad was going to be hard. So here we are doing Greg's podcast because he he couldn't fathom being a father would be difficult. The idea that he thought he would get this podcast in Jesus. is the craziest thing I've ever yeah. heard. I got to uh, tell you guys, the, the energy you're coming with is very surprising to me. Because <laughs> on the text thread, you got everybody was like, of course, man, no problem. And then you guys coming hot with this fucking bullshit. <laughs> this, this. Yeah, look, man. <laughs> look, man. I yeah, guess. Man, obviously, in text, you go, of course. But then when you're actually doing it, you're going, this fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess, Sam, you've never watched the behind the music about the Rad Dude cast, okay? <laughs> it was eight years of hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. No, I've, man. A lot of Brendan's family died. I didn't go to those goddamn funerals. I no. Do it. No, Anthony married a groupie. I, <laughs> I did. Beautiful uh, Faye. Yeah, uh, the, the the town beauty Faye was, but you know, the, yeah, yeah. The well, what happened? She, you guys remember the Atlanta games? Of course, yeah. You can forget. Of well, well Faye, well, Faye and Richard Jewell were thicker than thieves. Sure, sure. <laughs> so what happened was obviously what went down is controversial, but Jewell got all of the headlines, but poor Faye hatched the goddamn plan with him, and she got none of it. None of well, the fame that Jewel got. Lifetime didn't even approach her for a home movie. This is what I've always said. And I look, I was always I love I thought Faye, I never thought Faye was right for you, but I supported sure. it. By the way, welcome to Friday Night, Greg. My name is Brendan Air. You might have known me from uh doing a podcast with Greg for nine years called the Rad Dude Cast. Uh it was very successful. Uh We've got Anthony DeVito here, uh, Sam Evans, of course, joining us. Uh, Why don't you right let everyone introduce themselves? What? Why don't you shut the yeah, fuck up? Fucking how dare you? you I'm know? doing this as a favor. I was disrespectful to Sam and I. You decided to let us speak for ourselves. We have voices. I was sitting here trying to be polite, wait for Anthony to get through that bullshit riff about Richard Jewell or whatever. <laughs> it's not bullshit, Sam. It's not bu First of all, I still have questions about that, so Sam, don't act like it's over. <laughs> wow, that, wow, that's spitting literally on Faye's grave. <laughs> but no, uh, okay, go ahead. Sam Introduce Evans. yourself. Yes, and, yes. Uh, Sam Evans from the wonderful album my God, that's not me. That's a baby. And then <laughs> <laughs> Brendan Air, you know Brendan Air from his classic comedy album Eileen. And then me. <laughs> You're just doing what you got mad at me for. You introduced everyone. Yeah. All right, Sam, you introduce everyone. And Anthony DeVito, great <laughs> album. It's called When I Sleep. Here's stuff I do. And you might have seen him on a show in the evening with. <laughs> Roger Cobbert. God, good, good Robbie Cobbs, man. Yeah, one that, and yeah. only. 
Oh, guys, this so, is great. Well, great. So nothing for me, Sam. Thanks. Oh, uh, no, his silence spoke volumes. It sure did. Uh, I don't know. It's good to see you. I hope Greg has a baby every week. Can I say that? You, you, Sam, do you understand? I have no. credits. You took Anthony's credits and made them into fake credits, but everyone knew, read between the lines. Oh, Me, God. you just go, from Cleveland anyway. I don't know. <laughs> Greg had a baby. No, I can fucking make Brendan? my credits fake. Brendan, you have so little credits, we have to say where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> this guy performs at trade schools and and military academies across the country. Can I, can I say this too while we're on that subject a little bit? That the fact that when you don't have credits, they say clubs and colleges, like it's an insult, right? Because yeah. we know it as an insult in the comedy community. Yeah. But to an audience, they're like, that's great. You know what I mean? Well, they're none the wiser. We're such we're such people that need to beat themselves down. We've mm -hmm. turned a thing that would be reputable into like clubs and colleges this loser yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they're like, like the this guy's go, got range he doesn't right, right. And audience go, wow they're not letting me at clubs and colleges this guy must be great yeah <laughs> this guy must be better than the guy they just said was on a television show no one watches anymore because <laughs> yeah. not a single person under the age of 70 has a tv that plugs into anything except a fucking robot you know Yo, yeah, man. Everyone is watching Pluto TV now. Yeah, I love no. Pluto TV, <laughs> I man. Make them, I make them be more honest now. I say, I say, not clubs and colleges. I say, you tell them bars and detox centers. This guy, if you need somebody to get up there in between the needles, this is your guy. We did uh, do a show recently at a detox center, and the lady, at the, after the show, it went surprisingly well, but she goes, thanks so much for coming. And I thought she was going to be like, they really enjoyed you. But she goes, it really breaks up the day for them. <laughs> Man, listen. <laughs> really, really keeps them off the ledge. I'll tell you the thing is, I've been in the mental hospital, yeah, and that's the whole thing of it. Like, no one there is trying to help you. Like, they are just trying to get through the day with as few people dying as possible. <laughs> so it's like, do, did, does anyone have any, like, like any way to make puzzle time more fun? You know, like, can we get in somebody with a dog? Like, there's just, it's like, you got to have these scheduled have activities enough yeah. till the everyone's tired and go, like their drugs make them go to bed. You know, that's the whole, that's the whole game. Like, so yeah. really a mental hospital would be better suited. Like you don't need doctors. You need like a cruise ship director. You know what I mean? Like the activity director from a cruise ship. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's fun. Getting a bunch of those, getting a bunch of people who are so sad. They wanted to leave this world and getting them to be like, all right, gang, who's ready for Here's a little icebreaker I like to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. You want people who try to jump off a building to do trust falls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, 
they uh, did this thing. I read about this thing in a hospital once because you know because a hospital is a typically depressing place. Sure, every Patch time, Adams. I know where you're going. <laughs> what if I just unraveled the plot to Pat Adams? It comes up read through of Pat Adams. <laughs> I read about a fella brought a clown suit, floppy yeah. shoes, and a nice red nose to these people. We see this old woman swims through noodles. She gets the courage to eat. They called him Patch. <laughs> by the way i think he's probably the only patch i've ever known in history right well i don't think i'll be honest with you i'm gonna shoot straight with you here for Please. the first time in a long time don't think that was his birth name i think that was his okay. clown name i think that was his clown name i think it was like richard patch adams you know because okay. clowns they love us clowns are almost universally yeah. take on a stage name yeah. you never get a clown that's like here's here's james that's a great point man i don't know why i mean i know their whole profession is we're clowns so the title is not to take us seriously but i'm they still and i've you know i know some clowns and they consider themselves to be artists and rightfully so like i don't know any clowns i did breeze through that comment (laughs) nobody said a word so i thought that's fine you're Um, you're hanging out with clowns (laughs) but for the record let the paperwork show i do not know any clowns but I know that they're like, you know what I mean? Like we all use our full name. We're considered modern day clowns. According to TJ Miller, the great orator slash bomb threat enthusiast. (laughs) 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 We're considered clowns, but we all go by our our full names. Aside from, you know, a certain sect of comedians, they're having a better time. But you would think that the clown community would be like, yeah, I'm going to be Mike James. Fuck off. I'm not going to be the great bozo. It's 2021. Yeah, yeah, this this makeup's for fun. It's not to hide behind, all right? Uh, <laughs> I know who I am. I also like that, and this shows your lack of, uh, Sam, this reveals your lack of participation on the Rad Dude cast. Anthony said, a certain sect of comedians who like to have more fun, and you said Gallagher, and I knew immediately he means black comedians. That's a, he definitely meant black comedians, but your pure, non-adulterated mind goes, yeah, Gallagher. And Anthony was just sitting there going, Earthquake, uh, uh, Flex, Flex the Comedian. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not an insult. They're having Whoa. more fun. They, they are, are having more fun. You know it right better. when you hear their name. Yeah. The like, oh, <laughs> ass, the <da> comedian. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. So yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm up there. I'm Anthony DeVito. This guy's right. asked a comedian. You're gonna have a yeah. better night with him. You're gonna have a better night with him every time. I mean, earthquake. That's a that's a you know a natural disaster. You know, like goes to a room. Yeah, yeah. He kills millions of women and children in India every year. Yeah, earthquake. I was at the stand once, and this is like post. <laughs> sorry, I should have. I should have given that comment. It needs news. nothing. It no, needs no, nothing. It listen, funny. listen, listen. If you Mike, got the best hot dogs in the world, thing. you don't need ketchup, my friend. <laughs> the fact that you said kills millions of women and children in India each year. Do you think there's another black comedian out there named Poor Infrastructure? <laughs> I had a we are laughing at that, but that is true. <laughs> I had I had a friend in college named Arun, and he was like a rich Indian guy. And like it was weird because he was saying, like, because of the remnants of the caste system, 
like which is not it's a it's not officially still there but unofficially it's still there mm-hmm. like police couldn't arrest him because they were lower caste so and like all his <laughs> friends and so there's no rules and they were all rich like they'd get you know and like somehow they'd get ferraris for like you know twenty thousand dollars and everyone he knew had died in a car crash like he knew like 40 people he was engaged to an mtv india vj dead in a car crash like everyone he knew dead in a car crash and that's india you know so why is that because because it's so populated and they don't have a lot of not good roads and no one can pull you over and you're a kid oh, with a car that you that's a yeah. fucking race car elephants Elephants, Mike. Elephant. Mike said elephants. For oh, no you reason. keep crashing into elephants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, what a death, though, to yeah. be just a young mm. kid in a Ferrari. How did he die? He crashed into an elephant. Yeah. God, what a way to go. Well, I've, I've gone under an elephant, never crashed into one, but I've driven under through its legs. Where, like a surf and safari? What? No, I was doing a, I was doing a, I was doing a, I was, you know, I was, what when I was uh, there, I used to uh, work, and so I did that. What do you mean? Wait, work what? what? Un- <laughs> yeah, Un- you guys all know when Brendan. I was doing that thing. I like you couldn't, you couldn't, <laughs> you didn't have enough time to figure out the backstory. Yeah. So you're like, I used to work, and so I yeah. did that. <laughs> yeah. Brendan got bored enough with his own lie that he stopped it. <laughs> no, because my. You know, you know my grandfather Gordon, not the Irish one, the weird one from Wisconsin that doesn't talk much. And I think he abandoned an earlier family. I don't know, mm. but he was in he was in cahoots with the circus. A lot of people know that. A lot of people, if older fans, will know that he was tied in with the circus. Right. Tight. He wasn't right. in the circus, but he did a lot of right. There. You know, he did a lot of work for them in terms of you know because circuses need a lot of you need to grease a lot of people if you're going to run a circus because most towns you say hey we're going to bring a bunch of fucking you know wild animals and uninsurable trapeze acts <laughs> to a field they go no that's crazy that's a recipe for a lawsuit plus the tent's going to catch on fire so you got to get a guy like my grandpa an advanced man going you know right. Here's a little. Wait, why is the tent going to catch on fire? Because they always do, man. They always do. Don't listen, Sam. Have you ever heard the statement, don't build your house out of cloth? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason. That's famous. That's a famous statement in the building world. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If I had a. Yeah, so the, the tent almost always catches on fire. And so. He would grease them up, and anyways, anyway, since that that's how I ran into the elephants. I knew them went under one. So was that show Carnival? Do you remember that show? On yeah, 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 yeah. Is that yeah. about a circus? I'll tell you what it was about. It was about a near a damn impossible to jack off to. HBO would always get you to the line. Yeah. Like they almost like they like knew. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? I you know, the line. I gotta tell you that the wire took me far across the line and back again several times. <laughs> yeah. There are some scenes from the wire that really did it for your boy. I don't know about Carnival. Wow, cool, man. Do you remember a specific scene? Yeah, there's a where the a mayoral candidate. I think it's like season three or season four. He's like a candidate for mayor, and they're at like a political fundraiser one night. And in one scene, you see him like eyeball a lady that is not his wife across okay. the room. And in the next scene, they're just going at it full. Oh, sure, he's the guy. That's and cool. then that guy later was in Game of Thrones. 
Yes. Yes. The guy is the little finger, finger, finger boy. He he ran the whorehouse. You got it right, finger boy. (laughs) (laughs) Ruined the whole show by naming him Finger Boy. I believe it was Lil Finger. Yeah, it's actually when you say it out loud, Lil Finger is like worse than Finger Boy. But they just got to We just accepted that because the rest of the show was so good that we went. That's fine. All right, sure. He can be Little Finger. His name is Little Finger. Get out of here. Um, yeah, Carnival, Carnival in the wire. Say say it again. Is it Mayor Gargetti? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, Carnival was it was a circus show, and it was like. I think it was before they came into their own in terms of like really fucking nailing shows because it Mm. wasn't that good. And it was like you would think that almost of all the subjects HBO has taken on in a show, that's almost the richest in terms of like what could go wrong, like a traveling circus, you know, in, 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 in those times. But it wasn't all that good, really. Was it? I seem to because I feel like I had the first season on box set and I didn't like it. But I I seem to remember they tried to make it kind of like David Lynchy, where they're like, "It'll just be weird." <laughs> yeah, yes, it was a little bit like American Horror Story, but like not yeah acknowledged. So yeah. it was like, "What the fuck? What's going on in the circus?" You know, just yeah. give me the circus drama. I don't need mm-hmm. like. I don't need weird a weird filter on the lens yeah. that makes everything look like grayer. Yeah, American yeah, the- Horror Story. That's what I call HBO's real sex. Am I right, Kelly? <laughs> oh, oh God! Oh God, man! Let's do it. <laughs> I had a I had a real sex moment. Uh, in uh, I was in uh, I was in Cape Girardeau last week telling jokes, and uh, this past weekend, and uh, fucking I was in a courtyard. Why do you emphasize telling jokes uh, that you didn't just vacation in old Cape Girardeau? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and uh, this, I could see there was a room like too close to my room. It was like twenty feet away, the window, and they they kept the blinds open with uh, with uh, the light on. And I kept seeing glimpses of skin, you know. And I I wasn't, yeah. And I wasn't like I wasn't like uh, sitting by the window, but my bed faced the window, so I kept seeing glimpses of skin. So I'm going, oh, this is this is going to be. And so I start, you know, I'm going, I'm going to give back a little bit. I'm walking in front of the thing naked, you know, but I, with my thing, fuck it. I'm going, this is going to turn into one of those movies where you, uh, where you just stare across the alleyway at each other and jerk off, you know, like a lady's fingering herself and I'm jerking off, you know, like one, one of those, those movies, man. It's not, not common thing. Yeah, that happens a lot. Open movies where people yes, it is, man. masturbate in front of you, each other. You remember in Rear Window when <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. just starts? Yeah. Okay, Anthony. Fine. Go ahead. One Go pervert ahead. starts too early, and everyone goes, "This is not what this is about." <laughs> Go ahead and pitch that in a room and get your ass laughed out of there for how cliched it is. Okay, that's in fifty movies. Is the uh, the mutual mass masturbation across an alley so i i've seen all this skin you know and then the ne- yeah. finally the next morning uh the guy full window open it was a great big fat man in tidy whities the whole time that's yeah. that's even better so then that's it's um so that's who you so you guys were beating off to each other yeah well we i did it anyway because yeah. for the moot you know if this were i live my life as if it were moved but i could barely stay hard this yeah. sounds like an episode of bj novak's the premise <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
means or it means. It's actually it's a very funny. good idea for it's a it's basically the Twilight Zone but comedy. So it's an anthology show, uh, but every episode is um, like Black Mirror, but instead of just being horrific, it's funny. It's zany. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It's. I'd say it's. It's. Yeah, maybe it's a little zany. Sure, I'd throw zany onto that. Wait, is this real? Yeah, it's just what a new network show. Is this on? Uh, BJ Novak's network. <laughs> all Novak, BJ all the no- time. BJ Novation. <laughs> BJ Novation. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty. It's it's low rent screaming show. It's one dollar a month, and you get BJ Novation, and it's the premise, and then. There's a BJ Novak has a cooking show, cooking with BJ, and then it's all BJ Novak scenes from The Office, but only yes. the scenes super cut, cut together to make a story. It's a dollar a month. It's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, is this well, real? The show, the premise is real. The rest of the hoopla I say is not real. The premise is real. Yes, it's on oh. Hulu. What is it, it about? I told. I mean, I just told you. Oh, that's real. Yeah. Well, yes. It's a like a the Twilight Zone, but it's a comedy show. So for a dollar a month. No, that no, no. I pay. I pay a dollar, and I get BJ Novak's Novation. Yes. Maybe. I'll say, as far as I know, no. But throw that into the universe. Maybe. Why not? 21 minutes. I thought we were done. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, we've been going hot for a minute. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I always like to do it that way. You jam pack like crazy for 20 minutes, and then you pretty much stop for the next 20. Yeah. And then for no reason, it's 40 minutes. Yeah. It should just be 20. If anybody's made it this far, they need a breather. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll give everyone a break for a second. Everyone take a break. I'll do. I'll take a moment to pitch. A lot of Rad Dudecast fans are unaware. I got a new podcast. We've all gone our separate ways. We're no longer friends. We're not enemies. We're not friends. We're just three men in the world. Oh, also, we are friends. But uh, I got my own podcast about mental illness. It's called Shit Brains. Get it wherever you get podcasts. Come on. Don't come on. Don't be an idiot. Yeah, and then I've got my own podcast, obviously, <laughs> freaking out with and the boys. Uh, it's, <laughs> I, grab, I grab three people. Uh, well, I invite people to my house. I give them quite a big dose of mescaline, and then I, they freak out. It's called yeah. Freaking Out with Anthony and the boys. <laughs> um, so... So anyway, so you guys are probably like, why are why are you three stunads here in the first place? Uh, yeah. So what happened is Greg had a child. Yeah, baby. And didn't account for the fact that being a new father would be time consuming. <laughs> yeah. And I just I'm, can't get over how that's the funniest thing in the world. I mean, honestly, if I had to say, you're probably looking at your the three hosts of Friday night, Greg, for the next <laughs> seven, at least seven months, because yeah. it, like the part where you're at the hospital, it just gets harder from there. Like it does. It's a, you don't go home and go, well, that's over with. It just builds till you fucking to to your uh to your divorced and 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 angry and uh regret every decision you've ever made. Yeah, so things are going well for you, huh? 
<laughs> no, actually, it is. My Eliza, she crawls around. She walks. She stands. Uh, she will, like, grab furniture and stand on it, you know? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy the leap that they make in a little bit of time. Sam, we're we're both fathers. Sam doesn't know this, but Sam was a baby, so Sam probably has some understanding of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they uh, really quick. You're a father. Yeah, yeah, you didn't know that. Yeah, I have. I've taken in one of Faye's children. Yeah, Faye uh, you're had a, you're a good sixteen. Man. 16 children and i've taken in one of them she spread the other 15 out across the world like the horcrux in harry potter um and i've taken one of the kids yeah go ahead uh well actually i had a question related to Faye's earlier life but now i do have a horcrux related question uh i'll start uh i'll go i'll take them in chronological order in that whole Richard Jewell thing, now he's Please. innocent. Everyone still considers it the Richard Jewell bombing. Tough, rough deal for him and Faye, yeah. I will say. Did anyone even die at that uh, Atlanta Olympics bombing? I don't think so. Yeah, nobody no, died. Uh, Why did they know. make such an issue? Leave yeah. it alone. Yeah. At best, it seems like a goof, you know? Yeah, exactly. I don't think anyone died, and they made this whole thing. <laughs> and it's like, we got... And we got, you know, 70, uh, 100,000 kids got killed in Chicago last night. And R Richard Jewell, the, uh, the guy who's pretending to be Richard Jewell, lights off a bomb that doesn't even work. And we're and the whole country's up in arms about it. Who cared? I do, I do want to rewind. You said 100,000 kids died in Chicago last night. Yes, oh. every night and every night, Sam. And, and every one, night, a one quick, night uh, total. Two people did die and it injured 111 others. Oh, well, never mind. That does. I yeah. mean, well, Mike, delete those minutes. Yeah. yeah. Scrub those I minutes. Don't know. Well, also, okay. Now, know, the, go ahead, please, Anthony. Know, yeah, I didn't know. This is prior to me knowing that two people had died. So, uh, you know who really benefited? Was Tom Green and the Jackass fellows that this didn't happen around their time because they would have been they would have been that been tough going for them, you know? Sure. One of these pranks gets out of hand. Wouldn't sure. it be funny if we just downplayed other national tragedies for the rest of the episode and then Greg comes back and he's just in a lot of hot water? <laughs> what, what did you guys do? <laughs> yeah. You said that the killing field was nothing but a skirmish. You ever think that guy, and he's still in jail, I think. But do you ever think the guy who did the, you know, remember a guy blew up the World Trade Center once? Mm -hmm. Sure. Mm -hmm. When was that? Nine ninety one. Yeah. You ever think he's mad? Like, get your own material. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, go. What about the Chrysler, the Empire State Building's right there? Yeah. I was the World Trade Center bomber. Now I'm not. You know, now, that was my identity. Now I'm just a guy that makes the good prison stew or whatever yeah, he is. I, I Yeah, I wonder if he went that way or he went the other way with like, I dodged a bullet on that one. People, this whole country got pretty upset. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, he was just like, wow, that's pretty good. But the problem is I think he's, he's still, I see what you're saying, but he's still in... He's locked up for life in in oh, in okay. Supermax uh, in that that crazy prison they have in Colorado. So it's like either way, he's still taking the fall. Like Do you think it's not like they were like, ah, oh, fuck, some guy knocked the whole thing down. You're out, buddy. Yeah. You're lucky, day. <laughs> That'd be great for him though. If they were like, yeah. you know 
Turns out it's not a big deal. It's gone now. So we're going to let you go. Brendan, you mentioned so casually that that Supermax in Colorado, as if Sam and I would know, you know, the penal system all too well, and it's unnerving. Well, I like to investigate these kind of things. FDX Florence in Colorado is where they put the worst of the worst, and uh, they all get to be buddies. It's weird, but like they got the, you know, that old Sarnoff fellas in there. Uh, He's Boston yeah. Marathon bomber. They got uh, okay. the two top guys from the Aryan Brotherhood. Uh, they got uh, they got the guy oh, who Ricky and uh, the 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 <laughs> yeah the Unabomber's in there. Apparently, the Unabomber and uh, Timothy McVeigh were pals in there, and then they had a falling out. They had a falling out. <laughs> Uh, falling out is that yeah. is that made up because that honestly sounds so hilarious to me yeah. no no that's true that's true in, according to my sources which are i look stuff up on the <laughs> internet then sometimes i remember it sometimes i don't but that's about but so it's it's a it's where they put it's the, america's most secure prison essentially and you're on you're essentially on it's it's probably cruel and unusual like if you were to really look into it or not even look into it like it's everyone goes crazy because you can't oh yeah here we got a whole list of them it's yeah they got, uh, they got uh Musa, they got uh musa they got a musa an al-qaeda operative uh yeah ramsey youssef sure uh they got a bunch they got all the top guys wow. they got all the top guys in there they got a guy in there serving life plus 240 years it's like, <laughs> we got yeah. it guys yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Richard Reed is in there, the shoe bomber. I sure, the shoe bomber. They got the shoe bomber wow, in there. They got this is like a real celebrity prison. Oh, it's the who's who of who's bad domestic terrorist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so you know, it's a it. But here's the thing: they all go crazy because it's twenty three hour a day lockdown, and it's zero. Now, there's different levels to it, right? Like if, if you're good for long enough, you can go out and talk to guys. Like that's how. Uh, apparently Kaczynski and uh, the other fellow became buddies, but their highest security level is zero fucking contact with human beings. So in other words, you're locked down 23 hours a day and then you get an hour in a cage outside to exercise. And the guy who takes you to the cage is not allowed to talk to you. So it's like, Oh yeah, you go crazy. Of course, of course you go crazy. You yeah. cannot live like that and not go crazy. So it's just uh, I w- probably cruel and unusual, but, I, eh, you know, interesting experiment, I guess. So any word on the falling out between Kaczynski and Timothy <laughs> McVeigh on what it was over? I want to take some fun guesses. I, I would say Kaczynski – was not the Kaczynski. If you read the uh, uh, Unabomber manifesto, which of course I have and uh, mostly agree with. And I think here's the thing about that. The guy pulled the trigger too early because there's a lot of great points in it and it would have gotten some traction. It's just, he started sending out letter bombs and it's like, wait, 10 years, you know, Ted, yeah. this thing is going to take off. It's against social media. It's like he wrote it prior to when it would have been a hit and then got mad and sent out letter bombs and blew the whole thing. But it is homophobic. It is. That is the one like big. That's my one problem with the Unabomber. But uh, I think that's your one yeah. problem. <laughs> 
<laughs> How did he manage to get homophobia in there? It was weird. It's very strange. If you read the manifesto, it's it's really Anthony, it's is very much shoehorned into the whole thing. It's like it's like this society we will will fall due to the exponential growth rate of technology. Also, homosexuals. <laughs> really quick. No yeah, yeah. Like it really like he explains everything else like really in detail. And then is uh, is basically like what Sam said, like, also, man, I, cut this gay shit out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to. Ever since you said Ted Kaczynski and the what is it the you know whoever those two are friends and then there's a falling out, I really would love to see like a dramatized, almost like the odd couple of those <laughs> you know, and then just sure. their falling out but still having to live together. That'd yeah, see. yeah. I'd watch one episode of that multicam. That might be a good idea for BJ Novak's the premise. Yeah, yeah, Novakian. <laughs> That you got to send that into Ovation. Yeah, you yeah. got to send that into BJ Novation. <laughs> you might have to up his streaming dollar a month. Dollar fifty a month. So I think what might have happened is Kaczynski was not as uh, I don't think he was as into the whole uh, uh, what uh, white supremacist thing as Timothy McVeigh right. was. So I think eventually, you know, that's going to come in between you. If you're trying to be friends. Yeah. McVeigh was a, he's a Buffalo Bills fan. Actually. He's from Buffalo. Right. Yes. Is that? Yeah. Yes. Great. He's from Buffalo. He was a heavy gambler, lost a lot of money on the bills. This is actually true. This, this part sounds like I'm making this up. This is all true. (laughs) He was a heavy, it really does. And this is, I, you know, um, I lie too much. So then when I have a truthful thing and, and it's just, this seems like more of a heinous lie than anything I've said. Um, he lost quite a bit of money on the Bills Super Bowls. And then that sort of, I mean, you know, obviously he was going in a certain direction, but that was a, a helpful catalyst in him, you know, becoming uh, the person that he was and doing what he did. Are you telling me there's a chance that if the Bills hadn't won or hadn't lost four yes. Super Bowls, <laughs> Ted Kaczynski? Actually, it's so funny because yeah. there's already. It, there's already such, <laughs> such like incredible. Small, dis- but yeah. It, there's already such like incredible disappointment and like <laughs> the 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 wrath of a city on their kicker Scott Norwood. That to add that on top yeah. of it, that to be like, <laughs> and <laughs> you did the Oklahoma City Federal Building bombing. If you, you would have made that 46 yarder, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a lot to put on Norwood. But but, but yeah. Small but I mean, fair. you know, a lot Ruby Ridge had to not happen. A lot had to happen. <laughs> yeah. did. But yeah. It makes sense though, because it's like you never you never you rarely meet a white supremacist who's like everything's going great. You know, nobody's like just <laughs> life is smoothing. It's in the title, you know? Right. 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 Nobody's life is just kind of swimming along. And then it's like, <laughs> you know what? 
fuck Jews. You know, <laughs> like it, I think there's always you're there. All of them are mad about something else. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's like so you gotta blame someone. And this guy's mad because he fucking bet too much on the bills, and he's got to take it out on someone. And he took it out on the federal building. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then uh, who was his partner? Terry Scott, right? That was the other guy. Terry, was it Terry Nichols? Terry Nichols. That's wait. It. That's now right. this is McVeigh we're talking about. Right? Yeah, this yeah, yeah, McVeigh. McVeigh. Yeah, oh, man. yeah. His buddy was Terry Nichols, and then Mc, McVeigh was found. Uh, somebody. It was like a routine uh, traffic stop, and that's what did it. Yeah. Wow. And uh, he was at the time. He was wearing a. Uh, he was he was wearing a Jim Kelly. He was wearing a yeah, wearing a Jim Kelly jersey and going. Uh, Who did they lose to? They lost to the they lost to the Giants one year. Giants, Cowboys twice, and the Reds. Oh, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, Jesus um, Christ, four in a row. They're good now. Yeah, Timothy yeah. was uh, executed in two thousand one. Oh, so. Then he could he not have had a falling out with the Unabomber? He did it. There's a there's a letter from uh, Ted Kaczynski talking about how they were in the same cell block, but okay. it's a really it's a diatribe, so it's hard to say. <laughs> right, 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 Ted, right. Kaczynski, Ted Kaczynski is still alive in prison. He's seventy nine years old. Yeah, yeah. Sure, he makes all the soap that they wear on a rope. If you can make a bomb, you can make soap. He did. That was the one. That was the one incredible fact that people kept going over with Ted Kaczynski. That he really did make all. The they soap would cite that as as evidence of his intelligence. They would go. I mean, the guy made his own soap in the woods. The, the amount of times I heard that fact was some amount of admiration towards him was so unsettling when that was going on. But like, well, I mean, Harvard professor genius. I mean, that guy made his own skincare line. It was incredible. But it really is crazy. Like. I mean, I think I can make soap, you know, but like what's really crazy is if you take the Unabomber man, your money where your mouth is, you son of a bitch. I, it's not that hard. I, I get, you get a recipe. You get a recipe. You need some fat. That's the hard thing is getting your hands on fat. But, uh, well, you, but if you also, if you make soap wrong, the pH balances off, it'll just burn you. So yeah, it becomes a bomb or a chemical irritant. That's that's, you know, Kaczynski knew so much, man. Coincidentally, oh, oh, Eric Rudolph, the guy who actually committed that crime, is in that same prison. Who's Eric Rudolph? He did the Richard Jewell heist. Oh, man. Okay. So, Brenda, wait, what were you saying? I was saying, to, uh, back to the Unabomber Manifesto, which that's not what it's really called. Uh, but uh, it, uh, if you, what if is you it called? Uh, it's something about the decline of something in Western society. Yeah. I don't know, but if the you take out sort of it all, if you take out the gay stuff and then take out the fact that he was uh, sending people letter letter bombs to get it, mail I don't bombs. know. Everyone calls them mail bombs. You call them letter bombs. Let it's insane. Letter bombs. Well, they were in letters, I think. Posted yeah, I know, bombs. but the world decided they were mail bombs. But here you are calling them letter bombs as if it's acceptable. Uh, it's called industrial society and its future, which already you go. That's a genius wrote that. Uh, but um, so he's sending these letter bombs, you know, uh, and. But other than that, you take those things away. It's a great paper. It's a great book. Right. Uh, 
you know, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Wouldn't that, it be funny? That's as good a place as any to wrap this baby up in a nice letter <laughs> bomb and send it off to the mail. Um, all right. So you guys want to plug some dates and get out of here? Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah. All right. When's this uh, thing air, Mike? Uh, tomorrow. Wow. Beautiful. Oh gosh. Perfect. Uh, so I know... Yeah, if you know me, you know I love to let Brendan go first. So, Brendan, take it away. If you know me, I like to start talking and then realize I was being a jerk and throw it right back Anthony's way. Not at all. <laughs> You're not being a jerk. Look, listen, we're not members of the podcast anymore. This is just, we're just three boys hanging out. This is just like this is actually reminds me of my podcast, Freaking Out with Ant and the Boys, which you can get on Spotify Black, which is Spotify for rich people. Uh, so, but you've got to be you got to earn a certain amount of wealth to get that. So. Uh, but it does only come out on Spotify Black, so it's, we're working things out. Um, but yeah, no, it, you know, be that as it may, Brendo, take it away. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and throw to myself here. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll be, uh, I'll be at Hilarities uh, uh, in Cleveland, here in Cleveland, where I live. I'll tell you what. Here's the thing. I pay $40 a month in rent. I live in the mayor's house. Okay, that's what they're working with here. I live in the mayor's estate. It's wild. They kicked him out. They said he was only paying 20 Now, uh, uh, October uh, 14th uh, through 17th, I'll be at Hilarities. Uh, I'm opening for Adam Ferreira, but then uh, or Ferrara, I can't know. How could I know? But I love that guy. But but then the Friday and Saturday, I'm headlining the late shows. Uh, so come out then. Uh, and then um, I'm, I'm running a brand new hour, uh, October 23rd at Coda here in Cleveland. Brand new. Uh, getting my new album ready. And then uh, uh, I will be at the St. Louis Funny Bone uh, October the 27th through the 30th. And check out Shit Brains, my new podcast. And I miss the Red Dude cast. And I wish we would have had Sam Evans on the whole time. Yeah, I wish it was the four of us. <laughs> yeah. That's all I have to say. Yeah, this was very fun. Yeah. Sammy, what do you uh, Oh, uh, I got October 13th. I'll be in Richmond, Virginia uh, at the Funny Bone. 14th, Virginia Beach, Virginia. At the Funny Bone, and then October fifteenth and sixteenth, I'll be at uh, Good Nights in Raleigh. All of those opening for Chad Daniels. So uh, that's where I'll be. Oh man, awesome! Yeah, that's yeah. great, man. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, okay, this was going to be a mouthful, folks. So um, uh, get your listening ears ready. October Trap 8th. In, get I comfortable and use the bathroom now if you have to. <laughs> yeah, man. Pop some popcorn. Uh, take a lewd. Get comfy. <laughs> <laughs> I love a time when they had week. to just. <laughs> I love a time where they had to tell people, "Hey, if you're gonna take a lewd, do it now." Dig it, Ned. You're gonna. You're not gonna want to be halfway through this graduation ceremony and not be looted. Take it now. There's a lot of names. To get um. So October eighth. What a date. Friday night. 
I'll be at the Tiger Room in Fort Wayne, Indiana at 8.30. And then October 9th, that's just the next day, everybody. That's a Saturday. <laughs> I'll be at the Comet, Cincinnati, Ohio, somewhere in the 8 o'clock vicinity. But that's not really what this is all about. This is all to let you guys know, October 27th through the 30th, I'll be in mighty Minneapolis, Minnesota, recording my second album, second special at Acme Comedy Company. You can get tickets on their website or through me. Get them through me, though, because if you get them through me, I get all the money. Um, <laughs> it's not true at all. But I was going to just ask you to clarify, because I do feel this is an important thing for people to go to. Is it possible for them to get these tickets through you? No. Okay, good, good. Just wanted to double check. Yeah. yeah. So, good. All right. Good. People are still out there trying to go and they're like, Anthony, why can't I get these tickets? <laughs> yeah. So come out to that. That's the that's the big one. Uh my you know, my next album special. Uh I'll be recording it there. And then, you know, obviously I'll be the return of my goddamn beautiful, somber, sincere solo show. My dad is a Danny DeVito. November 13th for the New York Comedy Festival, Union Hall, 5 p.m. because they don't respect Italians in this business. And I will be running it in D.C. November 8th through the 11th at Room 808. And uh, as Porky Pig would say, fuck off and kill your parents. On the bus, it's time to party. It's Gregory. It is a Saturday night, Gregory. Take your socks off and take your pants on. Get in the car and drive on Friday night, Gregory. It is a Saturday night, Gregory. Born in the darkness, my man was too high. He created the show, so that is why that you have Gregory. Oh. 